0: Welcome to the Primal Canadians podcast, where you can learn how to solve sophisticated problems with primal wisdom. And now your hosts, the Primal Canadians. Hey, welcome back to the Primal Canadians show. Today we're taking aim at the health nuts out there.
1: Yeah, the the people that are working so hard to get themselves fit and sometimes sacrificing their health doing so.
0: Yeah, I say health, I, mean, I, mean, I should say more specifically the fitness crowd out there. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people out there who are incredibly fit and they mm-hmm. think they're just like totally superhuman, but actually they've stressed their bodies way to the point that they're
1: incredibly unhealthy as a result of being so fit yeah and it's wildly unknown like they' they're those types of people are are well known by everyone. you know they got the six packs, the big muscles, and they just look so so well, they look so fit and I think to a lot of people they look healthy as well, but uh, what are their organs really doing, what's their blood value and their heart really? doing or looking like
0: yeah exactly and a lot of people see somebody that's in really good shape and has the perfect body Mm -hmm. composition and everything and thinks automatically thinks they're they're really healthy yeah and that's the a lot of people don't know how to disconnect that whole body image thing from what real health actually is Uh, and in many many cases getting yourself into that perfect state uh, like you said requires a ton of sacrifice to your health personal yeah. health you know when you're when you're running marathons and stuff you're taxing your heart mm-hmm. incredibly hard yeah um, when you're lifting uh, weights to the point and not necessarily lifting weights on its own but when you're mm-hmm. bodybuilding and your your muscles are getting so big that your body can't function correctly yeah um, because you, your joints can't move through their full range of motion um, you just you things are like it does all kinds of weird yeah. stuff to you
1: Yeah, it's it's not really a rounded equation the way we uh, achieve or go after a lot of fitness goals and even sometimes health goals or body image goals. Um, We look at, you know, body, uh, body building or muscle mass type things, it's... Uh, we look at how hard we can work uh same thing with a lot in a lot of um athletes training athletic training performance training it's how hard can we work how far can we push and that is only part of the equation to be able to get uh to your goals in a healthy way
0: yeah exactly like it's 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 about keeping that balance and Pushing hard so you get the gains that you need, but not pushing so hard that you're wearing your body out, and yeah, yeah. that you're getting gains uh, in an unnatural way.
1: Right. Or and or only working, pushing yourself hard. Like pushing yourself hard has its benefits here and again. But most uh, training programs or most um, uh, people working out at the gym, that's all they do. They push themselves really hard, which can be uh, or is extremely detrimental on the heart because it has to work so hard. And especially if you do it day after day, especially if you don't program in proper rest or don't sleep well and or couple it with uh, bad nutrition.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, humans aren't, we didn't evolve to go full out, flat out every single day. You know, you think about our ancestors when they went hard, they went hard, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it wasn't every single day. Yeah. And it wasn't all day. You know, they would walk through the forest for days before they found a, big animal to hunt yeah yeah and then they would go really hard while they hunted that animal Mm -hmm. then they would have a big meal and sit around and probably sleep for a couple of days and just take it easy yep but a lot of people don't do that Mm -hmm. a lot of people just go to the gym and it's like yeah maximum maximum rep or how long can i run on the Mm -hmm. treadmill for or how many spin classes can i get in in a day and all that kind of stuff and it's day after day after Mm -hmm. day and they're just wearing themselves down
1: yeah. Or, or the tip or the one, you know, I, I don't feel too well. That was me for a number of years. I don't feel too well. How about get a stronger pre-workout? Yeah.
0: Well, that's the thing. There's a whole industry. The whole supplement industry is essentially built on that, you know, people yeah. who don't feel um, the best that they can. And mm-hmm. it's like it's an artificial way to feel good, but nobody ever stops to ask why they don't feel very good.
1: Yeah yeah and nobody not a lot of people look to actually improve their sleep to be able to run faster or jump higher or lift more yeah it's all about uh, the no pain no gain is basically the way we're cultured in pretty much every aspect of uh, of training uh, from from professional training uh working training for a special sport or just simply going to the gym or changing your body composition or often often health and health and weight loss uh, goals are. are are going after in a way of training, burning calories, working out harder, and uh, it just doesn't really work for long term.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, you know, like pain is a a negative signal. (laughs) It's your body telling you something is wrong. Yeah. So that whole idea of no pain, no gain, it's like, well, I mean, yes to a point, But it's like, it's maybe a slight discomfort, but you don't want full pain because that's your body telling you to stop. You're hurting yourself. Something is wrong here. Totally, yeah. And if you're going to push it to that point of pain, you better take
1: a little while to recover Mm -hmm. after
0: uh, because you've done some damage and your body needs to
1: heal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, the the 30-year-old or the 40-year-old uh, athlete that works out all the time and had a heart attack. Uh, uh, so many of us, I'm sure, have known one of those. It wasn't a genetic misprint. It was not something in his DNA. It was just uh, his training principles. That he or she has adapted for so long, like we see it so much in in the athletic world, with uh, with professional uh, endurance runners to in, even crossfitters. You know, they push so hard, they work so hard to get their body to that competition state to get themselves on the podium once, and then you never hear from them again. Yeah, they disappear, and you know what happens to their health long term, like what happens after after the event or. You know, once once they hit their thirties or forties, well, that's the thing. And then,
0: like, you get people's bodies degrading, like their joints wearing out. Mm-hmm. You get people having heart attacks, like you said, when even though they they were the peak, the pinnacle of physical conditioning. Yeah, yeah. But what they really did was wear their heart out. Yeah, you know, they they, they wore themselves out mm-hmm. before they lived their full lifespan, yeah. so that their body degraded way quicker. Yeah, and. I mean, it's. I mean, for what good? You know, yep. I'd rather live a long life of good health yep. than a short period of glory days and then degrade later.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. So, what we're really saying here is that the culture around training is quite toxic. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it, it's highlighted in you know in a few different ways. Absolutely, and it it shows
0: up a lot more than people realize. You know, and people need to understand that there's a big difference between being fit and being healthy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and in, in fact, most people, I, I would say most people that are fit, like uh, we're talking about training in a healthy way. This is the very elite. So even professional athletes, there's probably 10% or less that are actually training in a healthy way because like this stuff is just, it's just a culture. It's uh, supported by pretty much, you know, all magazines, news articles. It's like, it's the fun stuff, you know, talking about high intensity intervals or hill sprints or, you know, changing heart rates and all this cool stuff that can be measured and uh, whatever, like VO2 max uh, training and and measurements for it. It's all kind of cool and it's trendy and it's fun, but it's hard on the body. If your body can't move, if you can't simply walk or or go for an easy jog, that's where your baseline fitness starts. And if you don't have that and you're trying to do that that crazy stuff, that high intensity stuff, then, uh, you're breaking down your body.
0: Yeah, exactly. But like you said, it's the culture that's broken. You know, people mm-hmm. are naturally competitive. They want to, yeah. Like, Oh yeah, I, I ran 40 miles and you yeah. only ran 30 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like everybody it, it wants is. to yeah. one up. It's like, I, I can go harder than right. everybody else in the gym and I can run the stairs more times in, and yeah. In, yeah, I can get more, more sets in in less time yep. than anybody else. And it's like that. that's not really what you want to push for. Yeah. I mean, if you're an Olympian no, and you yeah. want to be the best in your field, that's great. Do that. Yeah. But understand that it's going to take a huge toll on your body. Mm-hmm. And it is not necessarily yeah. healthy.
1: Yeah, like whatever happened to having fun while doing something. Yeah, exactly. Like everything, uh, you know, in the, Western, in the Western world, everybody's about like, you know, being fastest in the pack or how far close how close to the front can you be or not coming in last like really the person who's had the most successful race is the guy who had the most fun the guy who's ha- who has the biggest smile as he's crossing, crossing the finish line and even if he happens to be the last
0: exactly and you know i mean this might be a weird way to look at it but i think the person who really wins is the one who's not dead you know yeah, like yeah, when you yeah. when you get to your 90s if you're still able to do things, and your joints aren't all worn out, and your heart mm-hmm. still works pretty well because you didn't wear it out when you were young. Yeah, like that's winning to me. Totally. You know, I I don't want to push myself to the crazy levels of that some professional athletes do in my 30s and, yeah. or, or 40s, and then have the rest of my life be nothing but back pain and knee pain, and yeah. things like that. It's like that's 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 not winning to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so we really want you to understand that less is more when it comes to training. Um, training is just perceived in such a in such a toxic way. Like we we overlook so many important things about training, like. Like training your skill, like training your brain, like training, you know, practical stuff that will make you a better person, that will make you more healthy, that will make you feel better. That's what's going to optimally make you perform better on race day and not be completely beat up afterwards Um, or for life even, not just race day. But we just go about it like trashing our body and pushing our heart to the limit, um, just trying to achieve, you know, sometimes even it's just to not achieve anything, it's just to burn off those donuts that we ate over the weekend. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot, I think you'd get a lot
0: more out of a 10 mile walk than a 10 mile run.
1: 100% yeah I I go for a walk and I look at people there's two people going up the hill one of them is you know relaxed walking up enjoying the day and the other one is just pushing his buddy into the ground trying to not lose his pace uh, whatever his watch is saying him or trying to keep his heart rate going or whatever and you can easily tell which one is having a more healthy workout
0: yeah well and even at the end you know the one who walked mm-hmm. the next day is probably not all stiffened up yep they're probably not tired, you mm-hmm. know, like the, all that stuff. But the one who ran, their muscles are stiff. Yep, they're exhausted. Yep, you no, know, it's like it's it's a huge toll.
1: Yep, yeah, they're beat up, completely beat up after uh, the race, after the workout. They're tired and hungry, um, craving food, probably irritated, and then. I, I say it like this because that's been my experience for a long time I subscribed to all those training principles for a number of years you know I was always tired I was always hungry burnt out I was always on the verge of injury and fatigue and uh I just was never energized after my workouts. Like It makes so much more sense the way I train now when I'm done my workout to actually be energized and excited and to go live my day as opposed to being beat and wondering how long I have to push myself before I'm able to go lay down for a nap or before it's time to go to bed.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, isn't that the whole point of working out in the first place so that you can enjoy the rest of your life? more yeah you know it's just it's not about wearing yourself out so that you can look good yeah or anything like that it's all about like being in good physical condition so that you can participate in activities and Mm -hmm. uh, walk to the places you want to walk to and and maintain your flexibility into your old age yeah it's not about pushing yourself for the biggest gains and so that you can run the farthest in the least amount of time yeah so you can do all that stuff it's like that's if that's what you're into, that's great, but that's not the whole purpose of working out. That's not yeah. where the real benefit is. It's the lifestyle improvements as a result mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. being in good shape and healthy.
1: Yeah. Plus, you get another uh, really powerful benefit that we've talked that we talk about before a lot with food and other stuff. Um, if you don't uh, train yourself in a detrimental way, you're not going to need nearly as much sleep. You're not going to be as beat uh, in the evening and you're going to feel more rested in the morning when you wake up if you have a healthy training regimen. Yeah, exactly. So you can earn some of your life back by, or not spend as much life while you're young uh, from not uh, wearing your body down as much so it doesn't have to spend so much time sleeping and recovering and rebuilding itself and recharging its energy systems.
0: Yeah, exactly. Not to mention all the extra time you have when you're not spending four hours a day in the gym
1: hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be scared to take a day off and don't be scared to rest. Like even even event wise, like I I got into endurance training uh, last summer and I never really did much of that before. Most of my sports have been more explosive, more power driven. And last year I did some running and some swimming and uh, I, I have adapted these primal training principles for the last two, three years and it's, it's very simple, it's very basic, I don't really spend a lot of time uh, that much time training for it and I'm talking to these athletes like a week before uh, and they're telling me how you know how how they're getting out getting their miles in and how you know just, just really sticking to their regimen that's, um, that's, that's very against what I do and just the last week before your event you're not gonna really be improving your fitness anymore you're not no if anything
0: yeah if anything you're just wearing yourself out
1: before totally. the event yeah and then you show up and you're not feeling fresh like the only thing i did bef the, the week before my events was i slept better i ate as much healthy food as i could i drank good water getting the electrolytes and the minerals up in me and and getting as rested as i can and feeling as good as i possibly can on the day off and ready to do ready to do it you know you can just do simple things like going for a walk, opening up the lungs a little bit. Of course, that's great, but the most important thing is going to be the rest and recovery.
0: Yeah, exactly. You need that time to recuperate. You need that time for your muscles to heal, um, for your joints to recover, any inflammation mm-hmm. that's come up as a result of the impact of training yeah. to be taken care of. And like, You really need the time for your body to realign and readjust, and that's where the low-impact... Exercises like walking and like just intentional movement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's not about the heavy weights. It's not about the long distance, the endurance, and all that stuff. It's just about moving, regular movement, and flexibility, and stretching, yeah. and yoga, things like mm-hmm. that. Are fantastic exercises that don't mm-hmm. degrade your body. Yeah and they keep you in a good condition so that like what when you do have an event or something like that you don't have to train like crazy you're able to perform at those high levels Mm -hmm. when you need to as but you don't do it all the time because that takes away and humans are meant to perform at high levels occasionally yeah and for a short period of time for a short period of time exactly like when you had to run away from a lion yeah that was a good time to perform at an optimal level. Yep. But when you got away from the lion, you didn't keep running. Yeah. You know? It was <laughs> like, rest. Yeah. It's just, it's, you got to think about how humans evolved and how life was. Yeah. 200,000 years ago. Yeah. You know, it's just the world was a very different place and the people yeah. had, the way people lived meant surviving or not and that's yep. how that's the way things were for 99 percent of human evolution right so that's what our bodies are meant yeah. for that's what we're uh, this perfect machine that we have yeah is perfectly tuned to live that way yeah yeah the way the modern way of doing things i mean like working out in the gym that's only really in the last 50 to 50 to 100 years that's been popular yeah you're not e- not even that long I right. don't think yeah, you know yeah. 50 50 to 60 years maybe mm-hmm. other than that people just they went to work they they yeah. worked in their gardens they did mm-hmm. stuff they, they just lived life yeah and that's how they kept themselves in yeah. good condition
1: yeah and, and here's the thing with all these gyms and these uh these fitness cultures and all of that like uh, becoming trendy and growing like mad what else is coming along is the lifestyle of more sitting, more chronic positions, less moving that's gone completely away from our primal patterns like um like there's clearly benefits to training hard done in the right way uh, once in a while or lifting heavy but when you do those without the basic movement patterns the baseline movements of you know uh going for a walk once in a while or working in the garden or doing something like around the house in the house kind of thing if you don't get those baseline movements in and then you go push your body in uh, any type of gym setting that's you know too hard or any like classes or or anything like that it's uh it's just not good your body doesn't like that and it breaks down very quickly yeah
0: well those are the kind of times when you hurt yourself Yep. You no, know, if you've been sitting all day and then you go to the gym and start lifting super heavy, mm-hmm. you're you're not flexible. But if you've been like doing gentle things for a while, keeping your flexibility, keeping your body moving and then you go do something yeah. hard, chances of getting hurt are way lower.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it does that. It it, it reverses your injuries. Like it makes it makes your stiffness go away like Uh, the baseline aerobic movements, the low-level aerobic movements, um, like simple squats or going for a brisk walk, stuff like that, it actually, uh, it's it's antioxidant for for the blood. It it gets your blood flowing, it gets your organs moving, it starts that fat burning, it gets the brain working, it it gets everything kind of going for you. And if you have, like, for me, if I now have an injury or if I have, Something getting sore or some pain showing up in a certain area from a chronic position or, you know, getting my body out of position, something like that. That's how I heal it now. I I just jump on a bike uh, or even sometimes go for a walk, but somewhere where it's very easy for me to be able to stay at a low pace and just keep it going. Take, you know, after about 10 minutes, I'm warmed up. And then I can maybe speed up a little bit. I'm still very easily breathing, very easily having a conversation. Uh, I'm kind of in that, a little bit in that sweaty zone now, and I'm fully in fat burn. And I spend a couple minutes there, and my body realigns itself.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it just, yeah, that gentle movement is just really good for you. Yeah. I, it it helps with everything. Well, for example, I tore my ACL about a month ago in yep. my knee, and... One of the very best things for it is going for a walk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and if I go for just a nice, gentle walk, it, the knee loosens up, the yep. calf muscle releases and loosens up, like everything just feels really good. Yeah. But if I keep it still for a day, by the end of that day, it gets pretty stiff. Yeah. And it gets a little bit sore, and it's mm-hmm. like it, you can really feel the effects of having not moved it. Yeah, and then of course, you go to the doctor. What do they recommend? Physiotherapy. What is yeah. physiotherapy? It's gentle movement. Yeah, yeah, you no, know, it's not heavy lifting, it's none of that stuff. It's gentle, and that's what they tell you to do to heal the mm-hmm. injury. And so, so that's just that's how human bodies are meant to function. Yeah, that's what we need.
1: So, the basic primal mechanisms that uh, you have that were handed down to you that have been an evolution for or thousands of years, are the best healing mechanisms for injury.
0: Absolutely. Surprisingly. Yeah. What a shock. Nature knew what what it was doing when it evolved us. Yeah. Crazy. But it wouldn't be an episode about fit but unhealthy if we didn't talk about uh, performance enhancing drugs. And I don't necessarily mean like steroids and things like that. I think that's a whole other rabbit hole we could go down that I know nothing about and I don't really have any interest in knowing anything about but I'm talking about like guys that go and lift for bodybuilding competitions, for example, and take drink Red Bull or other energy drinks, yeah. right, to get themselves really amped up or use pre workout that yeah, has yeah. tons of caffeine in it mm-hmm. and tons of sugar to get them really, really amped up uh before a workout. Like that those guys are incredibly fit. Yeah. Like they're some of the most fit mm-hmm. people in the world, but they're also some of the most unhealthy.
1: Yeah yeah i mean that to me as a prime health coach is uh, the definition of uh, toxicity <laughs> really you yeah. know like on so many levels it's just it's just bad it's it's ugly
0: yeah exactly it's the thing like i, I don't care if you can deadlift a thousand pounds 1500 pounds if your heart is ready to explode because of all the pre-workout mm-hmm. you've been taking and if your liver is shot because yep. of all the creatine you've been drinking and yep. like if, if you're been pouring all this chemicals mm-hmm. into yourself to get to that point yeah that's not really health
1: yeah and and i think by doing that also like you're, you're overriding your, your body's baseline functions you know your body will then not be able to naturally uh produce the amount uh, of strength and you know the types of hormones that it needs to get through the lift or through the workout because it's done artificially and then you're not allowing the natural functions to perform properly or increase the way that uh, they naturally should.
0: Yeah, and you're also overriding the signals that your body sends you about things like yeah. you you don't when when you go too hard if you're not on some kind of artificial chemical. Mm-hmm. You know You can feel that you've gone too hard. You can feel if you're lifting a weight that's too heavy and something's going to pop. You can usually feel that sort of thing. When you're all jacked up on caffeine and taurine and all that kind of stuff, you tend to not notice those kind of signals.
1: Totally, yeah, yeah.
0: And then you end up getting hurt. You you blow out a back, you blow out your knee, you... uh, do all kinds of stuff
1: yeah you do something where you push too far and your weakest link breaks
0: yeah exactly and i mean like that's then yeah you're you're super fit and you're out of the game yeah you're totally unhealthy it's just not it's not right so really make sure to draw the distinction between fitness and health yeah and understand that most healthy people are fit right but
1: not all fit people are healthy totally yeah So if you want to become, I mean, my, my model is for me, if I want to become more fit or in better shape for, for a certain life event, I become more healthy. It makes more sense because I'm not sacrificing longevity. I'm actually enhancing my longevity plus improving my performance. uh, Plus I'm doing it in a, in a healthy, easy way where I'm not spending too many, too much time, too many resources or too much money on trying to get, you know, to keep up with programs or whatnot. Um, it might be supplements, even anything like that.
0: Yeah, exactly. You want to let your fitness be the result of having good health. Yeah. You know, so go out and chase good health and you'll, your fitness will come naturally because of that. Don't go out and chase good fitness because you will put your health on the back burner. You will end up doing more damage to yourself Mm -hmm. than good. And in the long run, you're going to, Probably die younger. Yeah, you're going to cause all kinds of problems, and your quality of life is going to degrade significantly.
1: Fully agree. Uh, there's two really powerful books on this. Uh, there's the one that initially uh, transformed my whole way of thinking about it and my training paradigms that I adapted was the Primal Endurance. It's by Mark Sisson, co-hosted with Brad Kearns, uh, both endurance athletes that have that spent years, you know, in the trenches, burning themselves, burning themselves down, beating up their body and then finally discovered a new way of training and reversed their aging significantly in you know, in their 50s and 60s. <clears throat> so, Primal Endurance is one of my favorite books on it and then there's another one by uh, Dr. Phil Maffetone who's really who's really the the godfather, the leader in you know, the, the healthy training way and, and building your aerobic base and the endurance stuff, doing endurance in a healthy way. So, his, he's got a number of books. Um, my favorite one is really just a handbook. It's a simple read. You'll be able to read it in a few days, perhaps. Uh, but it's called The Methatone Method, The Holistic, Low Stress, No Pain, Way to Exceptional Health and Fitness. Oh, nice. So, I'm going to have to check those out. Yeah, it's its incredible. It's a—it's just a little handbook, Dr. Phil Mepheton again, uh, The Mephitone Method.
0: Awesome. We'll, uh, we'll try to put the links for those in the description.
1: Yeah yeah grab them off of amazon or something it it's a book that really it and, and every day still like it i spend a lot of time working uh, like reading on it and it helps you realize you know like just being in the gym and subscribing to all the new uh, fads and the no pain no gain concepts and oftentimes you know doing that kind of stuff it's it's another addictive thing because you get the endorphins and the adrenaline and 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 then you know you 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 uh, complement it at the end with ice cream or cake or beer or something like that because that's what your body craves and it just becomes this downward spiral of, uh, you know, bad stuff that leads you to to health issues.
0: Yeah, exactly. So remember, like, just think about how humans existed thousands of years ago, and move that way. Yeah, do that sort of stuff. You know, pick up a big rock now and then. If you can't yeah. find a rock, go to the gym and use a weight. Yeah, but you know focus on why you're using that weight don't yeah. just go for the big gains go for the health start chasing health instead of fitness and your fitness will improve dramatically as a result of that
1: 100% guaranteed right but until next time keep it primal
0: tune in next time for more primal conversations